Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the It's Your World podcast. I'm your host, Julia Hawkins, and welcome to a new week. We have made it to the last week of the first month of the new year. It's almost February, which is actually already insane. But Valentine's Day is coming up, and to get a little bit festive, I was thinking for today, we're going to do an episode all about love and relationships. Now, one thing that we all have in common as human beings is love. It's the only truth. If you don't know love, you know fear, and fear is the opposite of love. Anyways, being that that is the one constant in all of our lives that we share in common, everyone experiences love. And it's one of the least talked about topics, I feel like, in a way of being vulnerable. Now, we don't like to share our feelings with everyone. We don't like to share our emotions with everyone. But love is that. It's sharing your true feelings. It's sharing your true emotions. And today we're just going to kind of talk about love and relationships and a bunch of different aspects about it. And this also is one thing that I don't share on the internet is like more my personal life and my relationships. And I've kind of been going back and forth about this. I'm like, okay, because I haven't been in a real like boyfriend girlfriend relationship in almost two years and I keep thinking to myself like okay whenever that does happen am I going to share it on the internet or am I going to keep it private because a lot of people keep their relationships offline but I also think part of it is fun you know like sharing your pictures and sharing your videos and all that stuff it's super fun people get super invested in it I know that's also why people keep it private but I think it can be super fun. Um, Maybe that day is coming soon. Maybe it's not. I don't know. You probably know more about my love life than I do because (laughs) I don't know anything. But let's just get into today's video. Like I just said, maybe I'll share some personal stuff. Maybe I won't. But yeah, let's get into it. So if you have not heard before, there are three types of relationships. You're going to meet three different people throughout your life. You're going to meet soulmates. You're going to meet your karmic relationship partner. And you're going, well, you may not meet your twin flame, but then there's also twin flame relationships. Not everyone meets their twin flame in this lifetime, which makes twin flames super rare and super, you know, interesting. But soulmates, we'll go over first. These are the most basic kind of love. You're going to meet so many different soulmates throughout your lifetime. And this is the one misconception that people have is they think, oh, I've met my soulmate. Like, I've met my soulmate. I'm going to be with this person. But the truth is we have so many different soulmates throughout our lifetime. Our family are our soulmates. Our friends are our soulmates. We're going to have so many different lovers that are our soulmates. It's not just one person in your entire life that's your soulmate. And it's supposed to be this way because these are people from past lives who you've been with before. And so soulmates are super cool because you're reuniting with the soul that you once knew before. And I think I've definitely, well, not definitely, I have met soulmates throughout my life. In relationship-wise, maybe, I'm not sure because I've only been in two real relationships and... I think they were more karmic. 
maybe the first one was a soulmate. It was just like high school, you know, like young love. Like you're just figuring things out, like trying to even figure out what love is or like you have like emotions for the first time, you know what I mean? But yeah, soulmate, it's good, it's fun. You recognize this person and things just work out good. And when it ends, it may not necessarily be a bad ending, but it's just kind of a, okay, we're different people and we want different things in this lifetime, so we're going to part ways. Now, karmic relationships are intense. You're going to see the worst in this person and this person is going to bring out the worst in you. Now, this is to help you learn and heal and just to bring you along your journey further and like i said these relationships are intense and everyone will meet their karmic partner in this lifetime and yeah it it will be you'll know <laughs> let me just say you'll know when you meet your karmic partner because you are going to be doing the healing you are going to be doing the work you're going to be forced to face aspects of yourself that you have had buried for a long long time and they will those bad parts will come out twin flames are super fun the twin flame journey is a roller coaster there's always a runner and there's always a chaser and also what makes it so interesting is the fact that not everyone will meet their twin flame in this lifetime or if you do maybe you won't necessarily end up with your twin flame in this lifetime because sometimes you're not meant to be together in this lifetime but the twin flame journey hurts and it's difficult because like i said there's always a runner and there's always a chaser and it can alternate it can always switch and but if you are united with your twin flame it is an incredible journey i haven't experienced it but i've listened to a lot of stories and i love learning about this kind of stuff so it's super cool but those are the three types of relationships most of us are probably on the soulmate level because that's where you start out you meet your soulmates you have the like the nice puppy love the sweet love and then when the universe is like okay you're ready to take it to the next level we got to do some healing and we've got to get you along your path boom your karmic partner is going to come in and so forth anyways let's kind of get into i don't know some other things when you're in a relationship you want to make sure you have boundaries because we do this with our friends and we do this with our family but when we're in a relationship we tend to forget everything we've ever learned and i know you know exactly what i'm talking about you drop everything for this person you put this person first you say yes to things you don't want to say yes to or you just you put your guard down and your boundaries go away at the beginning when you're meeting someone and you're hanging out or you're falling in love Sure, this can be okay for a little while, but once that honeymoon phase ends and you start to get back into your daily routine and you're establishing a real relationship with this person, you need to put your boundaries up, you need to love yourself, you need to be yourself, and you need to make sure, oops, you need to make sure you are doing your own thing, being your own person, because the second that your partner pulls away a little bit, it's going to happen. It's natural. People pull away a little bit. The other person chases a little bit. We get attached. The second that that person starts to pull away a little bit, gives you a little less attention, answers come a little longer, you're going to chase them. And that chasing is only going to push them away further. And that chase comes from being attached. 
But if you put up a boundary and you say, okay, we don't need to text all day. Today I'm going to do my own thing. You're not going to chase them when that happens because you just know that they love you and they're going to be there. Not to mention, you are going to be giving yourself the attention. You're going to be giving yourself the love. So when you get it from them, it's extra. If you understand what I'm saying. You don't need them to fill you up. You need yourself. They are just going to be extra and it's going to feel amazing because you have a partner that you do things with, that you spend time with, and that you love. But you need to make sure that you love yourself first. I would recommend, maybe you're already in a relationship, but if you're not, and if you're thinking about getting in one, make a checklist and say, can I do this for myself? If you can do everything for yourself, without being in a relationship, then you're ready for a relationship. If you can't give yourself love, give yourself attention, find things to do by yourself, I don't think you're ready for a relationship because the second that you get into that relationship, the other person's going to be giving you all this stuff. Of course, that's what happens. But the second that they don't and the second that they start putting some attention on themselves or on the things that they're passionate about or the things that they love, just giving attention to the things in their life and you're not getting that from them, it's going to go mayhem. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel sad. You're going to feel unloved. Do you understand? So you have to make sure you can fill up your own cup and love yourself because a person who loves themselves is capable of loving another to another level. Now, relationships are also extremely good because it's difficult to know yourself if you're not in a relationship. The second that you're in a relationship with another human, you are going to learn all the parts about yourself that you love and you hate because the relationship is going to be a mirror for you. Because I have a quote right in front of me from my book. It's, um, Osho, Love, Freedom, and Aloneness. I believe I've talked about this in past episodes, but just listen. Right here it says, So I understand the trouble of relationship, but I encourage people to go into these troubles because these troubles will make you aware of the fundamental problem that you, deep inside your being, are a riddle, and the other simply is a mirror. It is difficult to know your own troubles directly. It is very easy to know them in a relationship. A mirror becomes available. You can see your face in the mirror and the other can see his face in your mirror. And both are angry because both see ugly faces and naturally both shout at each other because their natural logic is, it is you, this mirror, which is making me look so ugly. Otherwise, I'm such a beautiful person. That's the problem that lovers go on trying to solve and cannot solve. What they're saying again and again is this, I'm such a beautiful person, but you make me look so ugly. Nobody is making you look ugly. You are ugly. Sorry, but that's how it is. Be thankful to the other. Be grateful to the other because he helps you see your face. Don't be angry and go deeper into yourself. Go deeper into meditation. But what happens is that whenever a person is in love, he forgets all about meditation. I go on looking around me whenever I see a few persons missing. I know what has happened to them. Love has happened to them. Now they don't think that they are needed here. They will come only when love catches much trouble and it becomes impossible for them to solve it. Then they will come and ask, Osho, what to do? 
When you are in love, don't forget meditation. Love is not going to solve anything. Love is only going to show you who you are, where you are, and it is good that love makes you alert, alert of the whole confusion and the chaos within you. Now is the time to meditate. If love and meditation go together, you will have both the wings, you will have a balance, and the opposite also happens. Whenever a person starts moving deep in meditation, he starts avoiding love because he thinks that if he goes into love, his meditation will be disturbed. That too is wrong. Meditation will not be disturbed. Meditation will be helped. Why will it be helped? Because love will go on showing you where there are still problems, where they are. Without love, you will become unconscious of your problems. But becoming unconscious does not mean that you have solved them. If there is no mirror, that does not mean that you don't have any face. Love and meditation should go hand in hand. That is one of the most essential messages that I would like to share with you. Love and meditation should go hand in hand. Love and meditate, meditate and love, and slowly, slowly, you will see a new harmony arising in you. Only that harmony will make you contented. You know, I really want you to think about this. Essentially, he is saying that when you're in a relationship, you are going to understand all of your problems. You're going to see all the spots that need healing. All of your bad, ugly parts are going to come out of you. When you are alone and when you're not in a relationship, you're going to be thriving because you're not going to be seeing all those ugly parts. They're not going to be drawn out of you. And so you're going to become unconscious of them and you may think that you have healed. But the second you get into a new relationship, those parts are going to come back out and you're going to say, why are these things coming back? I thought I healed them. But the truth is you didn't heal them. You were just unconscious of them. And so love is a beautiful thing because it makes us realize the parts of us that still need the healing. So make sure you're ready, but don't avoid relationships because you don't want the problems. Do you understand? You need to go through those emotions. You need to experience the bad. You need to do the healing. You need those bad parts of you to be drawn out because there's no other way that they will be shown to you and then essentially be healed. Now, when we're in a relationship with another being, each person is different and each person loves different. We each have different love languages and it's super important to make sure that we understand the other persons because if you, let's say your love language is quality time, but your partner's is words of affirmation and you show your love by also giving them quality time, they may not be satisfied because you're not giving them those words of affirmations. So if you're in a relationship with another person, it's just super important to make sure you understand what their love language is so you can make sure that you're giving them that. Also, it's super important that you have values when you're in a relationship and you have certain qualities in another person that you look for. Don't settle for a person that doesn't possess the qualities that you look for because you will just end up being um, unsatisfied in that relationship. Let's say you look for a person who's super motivated and you end up in a relationship with someone that doesn't really care and is just kind of go with the flow but in an unmotivated way. You're not going to be able to thrive as your best self in that relationship if that makes sense but also if you meet a person and you do have differences don't let that deter you away you'll know when it's right and you'll know when it feels right and yeah that's about it i hope this little lesson helped you and yeah 
I love talking about this kind of stuff. I think it's super interesting. Um, the book I read the excerpt from is Osho, Love, Freedom, Aloneness. It's the cone of relationships. This book is absolutely amazing. And you should definitely check it out if you're into this kind of stuff. I haven't finished it yet, but I kind of just read like some pages and yeah, it's super good. I can read you guys another passage because I just found another one that I had highlighted. So yeah, let's just get into this one. Love is a spiritual experience. Nothing to do with sexes and nothing to do with bodies, but something to do with innermost being. But you have not even entered into your own temple. You don't know at all who you are, and you are trying to find out how to love better. First, be thyself. First, know thyself, and love will come as a reward. It is a reward from the beyond. It showers on you like flowers, fills your being, and it goes on showering you, and it brings with it a tremendous longing to share. In human language, that sharing can only be indicated by the word love. It does not say much, but it indicates the right direction. Love is a shadow of alertness, of consciousness. Be more conscious and love will come as you become more conscious. It is a guess that comes, that comes inevitably to those who are ready and prepared to receive it. You are not even ready to recognize it. If love comes to your door, you will not recognize it. If love knocks on your doors, you may find a thousand and one excuses. You may think perhaps it is some strong wind or some other excuse. You will not open the doors. And even if you open the doors, you will not recognize love because you have not seen love before. How can you recognize it? You can only recognize something that you know. When love comes for the first time and fills your being, you are absolutely overwhelmed and mystified. You don't know what is happening. You know your heart is dancing. You know you are surrounded by celestial music. You know fragrances that you have never known before. But it takes a little time to put all these experiences together and to remember that perhaps this is what love is. Slowly, slowly, it sinks into your being. This book is just beautifully written. You guys should definitely check it out. But I think we're going to end here. So thank you guys so much for listening today. And make sure you are following me on Instagram. Make sure you're following the podcast account on Instagram. It's just It's Your World Pod. And I have released some stickers with like a little logo for the podcast as well as like just my personal brand. Some angel number stickers, angel number totes, all that good stuff is available on my website, which is itsyourworld222.com. But yes, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next week for a new episode.